What's up? It's Jeremy Shoemaker, and you are listening to the Shoe Money Show. Today is March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, and uh, with me today I have Mr. Chuck Price, who I've known for quite a while. Chuck, how long have we known each other? I think the first time we met Jeremy was back in 2007. If you remember this, we were riding back to the airport, and I see a guy, uh, you know, that's kind of stolen this concept. I was interviewing you in a car, driving back to the airport, getting ready to beat it out of town, and uh, you were being interviewed for a series of videos that uh, we were doing at the time while I was over with Internet Marketing Ninjas. That's right. That's right, and then I uh, took you guys to Omaha. Gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was that was like the first comic in car kind of uh, video series that we did. Now I see other people using that same concept. Yeah, I remember that because we we had filmed all this stuff um, and 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 questions and stuff, and I think we did it in my basement. We um, did it. Yeah, I, I, you allowed me into the the sprawling shoe money complex. We went yeah. uh, through through the iron gates and passed all the bunnies and all that stuff. It was uh, it was a memorable experience. Yeah, and so um, just just <laughs> guess we should just lead into. So Chuck is an SEO expert. Was a part of um, Jim Boykin stuff, which was Internet Ninjas, and I forgot what he called it before that. It was we um, built pages at the time. We built yeah, we built pages. Um, Jim and Chuck are really like rock stars the innovators when all the seo stuff were coming was coming out and uh has continued to evolve it and so i asked him on here today he um has gone to my elite retreat events and uh you know just maintained a good relationship and ran into him and stuff and so that's i've been reaching out to a lot of people and uh, i know the last couple shows we didn't really have guests it was kind of me and laura just you know discussing the industry and whatnot but um so I got a uh, quick getting lazy, and because I was traveling like so much, so um, I reached out on my Elite Retreat group and to a couple other people I want to have on the show, and I think I think we're booked up to like May something now. So nice. very nice. Yeah, I'm hey, I'm honored to be uh, first on the list. Yeah, it's awesome. So today, um, everybody, I, I want to talk about SEO is always a a hot topic. I've never been a big fan of the industry, as Chuck knows. Um, as far as like, well, whatever, but because there's just so many people selling crap, um, in as industry, like a large percentage of the industry, but then you got guys like Chuck and Jim who have made a lot of money doing stuff for themselves. And so, you know, guys with real experience are a lot different than these guys who are selling things. But I, you know, what's funny is. These SEO experts that have called me out in the past, like, or start crap with me, like, there's a guy, um, what is his name? You probably know who he is. Um, probably. Who? Sage Rock. The Sage Rock guy from Akron, Ohio. Sage oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that guy, like, if you Google his name, 
Now, this is a guy who sells SEO services. He, like, made this video about me, just completely attacking me. I had no idea who this guy was. And he was talking about, um, what's his name, Sage Lewis? Uh, yeah, I think that is it. Sage Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, I'm looking right now. So if you Google for Page Rock or whatever, the Sage Rock or whatever the hell his thing is, I come up before he does for his own company. <laughs> And so that's why, like, I think it's hilarious is because I've never, ever focused on SEO for anything I've ever done. Like, I've just, I've never had an SEO focus um, for, for just anything. And so when, um, you know, when it's, it's just, I, I just try to build things that people actually use and they naturally link to. And, you know, now, did I game SEO back in the day? Hell yeah. I did like crazy, but you know, like it was never like a, I, it was like fly by night SEO, just churn and burn. But you know, that was back in the, in the glory days when it was fairly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, obviously, yeah, it was a lot different then, but mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you, you know, you were ahead of the curve. It's it, it, you, what you're doing is what I basically tell all, all of my SEO clients to do. Don't rely on any single source of traffic. So, you know, if you put all your eggs in the Google basket, I mean, that is a high-risk situation. So by diversification of organic traffic, or not just organic traffic, if you want to mix in some PPC, some Facebook ads, some organic, uh, obviously I'm, I'm a fan of organic search. That's where you know, my, my bread is buttered. Um, you, you just have to be careful when you go about it, too, because when we first started out with SEO, going out, it was all brute force, right? It was, you know, the more links you get, the more rankings you get, the more traffic you get. You know, it was real easy. And, it got, and at that time, if you got bad links, the worst thing that would happen is Google would come through and they'd devalue those links. Then you just go out and get a crap load more links and you get back, you know, what you lost. Then came, you know, the, uh, the, the filters that came along with exact match anchor text. If you were too heavy on anchor text, you'd trip a filter and you'd lose all your rankings for certain pages. Then came along Penguin and Panda. So, you know, now getting, getting a crap load of bad links weren't just devalued. It would actually hammer your site, either by tripping the uh, Penguin algorithm or by picking up a manual penalty. Right. And I mean, we could kind of just talk about like the brief history of SEO for those who don't, you know, like don't really know it. I remember at the first search engine strategies thing when um, I forget if it was Sir, I think it was Sergey, it was one of the founders said, if there's spam in Google, we're not doing a good job. Like we need a better algorithm. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like really so then they got just demolished like for years like they and then they started with okay well then you know matt cuts or google guy or whatever you want to refer to him as you know started becoming a part of the community and showing like like actually like shedding a little light on actually like the best practices to do better and yep. then and then that still really didn't do a lot. Um, so then they banned the the text links, and then um, shortly after that, they made the whole like report bad people right page, which no, the to more me unpaid links, right? Which to me was pretty much them throwing up the white flag, saying, "Okay, we need help." 
we, we just yep. rep- report people. And so um, about that time, too, was when they started having these. Um, and I can't, like, disclose everything because, I, I mean, not that I'm – I think it would be enforceable, but I wouldn't want Google to, you know, I, to defend it. wouldn't be good. But they would have these, like, backroom um, – during SES, they would have, like, the – I mean, they didn't call it the black hat backroom. I forget what they called, but but it was it was like me and Greg Bozer, and um, I'm trying to think of some of the other guys that were in there. But the guys who knew how to game or were gaming the system, and sure. it was really it was really interesting because um, you you would they would we had this thing where if you wanted to give up something that you're doing that is not like with their rules. They promised not to take action on it for a year, mm. um, but you know, and they would answer any question that you had, and so that was incredibly insightful on like how much people overthink it. Yeah, and yep. just how how simple it is. And I've recently, like a lot of people know, I own a, an email marketing company. And uh, a platform and a, an agency, so to say. And in in doing so, I've I've worked. Um, I have a, a friend um, who now is basically the Matt Cuts of Gmail hmm. for for spam. And um, he's he's part of a team. I you know I don't want to allude at who he is or anything, but but um, he the insights that he's given me on what Google cares about, and it's it just makes sense. Right, and I'm I'm actually happy to even say what he told me, but this isn't about that. But but it's really like he's like, you know, just 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 think about it from like a duh. Like there's there's so many things that everyone thinks we do all this magic stuff, and yeah, but there's a lot of commonalities with spam, and yep. it doesn't matter if it's on the web or if it's here. And he's like, so you know, don't try to overthink it. Just, you know, very, very little things. But um, that's another show, um, you know, to actually dive into exactly what he told me. And I it really kind of, it. I want to say it that blew my fascinating. mind. Yeah, it, it blew my mind. But at the same time, I was like, well, that makes sense, you know. Sure. So I think, I think a lot of people with SEO, I, I have a, a neighbor who um, is a dentist and I've talked about them before and he has, I think he's opened up his fifth or sixth dental practice now. And so, yeah, in Lincoln, Nebraska, which isn't a big community, 200,000 people, you know? And so he, he, he has an incredible model and he's kind of like almost, I mean, he still practices, but his goal is just to, what he does is he builds a practice and then he brings in a a kid out of college, you Mm -hmm. know, who doesn't have the money to start his own practice and so then it's kind of like he Sets gives them, them a state-of-the-art practice, fully equipped, ready to go, you know, helps them get the staff in to do it. And generally, he's got, like, staff members that, commit, you know, whatever. Right. And then he owns the building. He owns the thing. So he's got the, you know, so basically they pay him to lease it. He gets a percentage of income that comes into the practice forever. And, you know, he's just basically, now that he's got that model down, it's amazing so but you know they're yeah they're to the point with like his wife talked to me about seo and the local newspaper does seo services (laughs) and so yeah they they uh talked to her about doing it for like two grand a month 
and yeah, and they. I, the I've, thing seen, is, I've seen those packages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so for for four or five years, his site was ranking number one for Lincoln Dennis, Dennis and Lincoln. You know what you would think matters for SEO. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing was that 95% of his organic search traffic was for his name or his practice name. Hmm, that is nobody, Yeah, like nobody Googled for Lincoln Dennis. Yeah. It was just really, really interesting. So it was funny because with her, she was like, oh, they can get me number one for Lincoln Dennis. And I was like, you realize that your husband's practice was there for many years until they realized I just bought a bunch of paid links. Um, you know, but... But I'm like, that's not what you want to rank for. Like you, if anything, so then I, I actually bid on his, on practices names, like on the area <laughs> and it did really well for him, I but guess. he got in trouble, like actually had to go in front of the board of ethics. <laughs> um, and I felt like shit. I mean, he looked destroyed. Like he was like just uh, completely de- uh, depressed and yeah, and so I went in there and I was like, look, he was not aware I was doing any of this. I, In my world, this is fair game, mm-hmm. you know? And I sincerely apologize to him as much as any of you guys for right. putting him in this position. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, that was – it's just like the packages they were selling. In the, and so I got on the phone. I said, just let me be on this call. And so I'm on the phone and they're telling her they're going to do this. And I said, okay, well, what if you guys don't do it? You know, and they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, let's say she's, you know, you're like, how about this? How about we'll start like your package is two grand a month, but you know, you guarantee you said, you know, she'll be number one for these things and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, let's, let's start at a hundred bucks, you know, and then when you get her on the first page, we'll go to $200, you know, and then when you get her in this, we'll go to this and then her, and I'm like, and then if you get her to number one for these phrases and she thinks they're worth it, then we'll go to five grand a month. Right. You know, and then of course they're like, and I said, okay, well, it's simple to me. What you're saying is you don't believe in that you yeah. can actually do it. Yeah. You can't so, promise and then not deliver it. Right. And of course I'm asking them like, where are you, what's your plan? you know, to do this. And they're like, Oh, on page, you know, we'll do this, do this, do this. And I said, that's great. Where do you think you're going to get links from? Well, we don't disclose, you know, I was like, (laughs) of course you don't. But I'm like, are you doing content stuff? Are you doing whatever? I don't know. So when you talk to clients and stuff like that, being that you have a lot of success for your clients, I mean, Mm -hmm. much like this SEO snake oil link and newspaper, or much unlike them. Um, I mean, like, what do you do? Well, based, you know, again, it, it all starts with starting, you know, setting realistic expectations. And when you're doing local SEO, like for a dentist or a lawyer or an ophthalmologist, you know, we, we do work for all those guys. You know, it's, a, it's going to be a different level of expectation than it is if you're going to be selling a national product. So, uh, and of course, the, you know, the competitive nature. So generally what we tell people is this, uh, you know, what, what we're looking for is we're looking to drive relevant traffic to the website, the kind of traffic that's going to convert. Back in the old days, we used to key in on one or two head phrases. We still try to, you know, we still focus on head phrases, especially the ones that convert. Uh, but when you also, say head phrases, just for yes. those not educated. Sorry I mean, about that. No, so, it's okay. 
So let's say that somebody is selling uh, uh, car parts, and what they want to do is they want to sell uh, hubcaps. So the head phrase would be hubcaps, but a long tail phrase would be Escalade hubcaps or Got Lamborghini it. hubcaps. Or of course, you're not putting hubcaps on your Lamborghini, but you know something <laughs> along something along those lines. And you know the the longer the tail, and we're talking when we talk about long tail, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a lot of words. It's a long phrase. You know what it means is when you're you're charting a graph, the farther down the graph, that's the tail. That's the length of the graph is the tails. So the farther down the graph, the longer the tail. And generally speaking, the longer the tail, the better the conversion is as well. So the way that we accomplish that is we want to make sure that we have a lot of content out there. So even though SEO has changed, it's not all brute force on links. What hasn't changed is having good content and good backlinks. And people are always, uh, you know, always too happy to go out and, and say that you know, links are dead or links are dying or links aren't as important as they used to be. All of these comments come from lazy SEOs, all the people <laughs> that wish that that yeah you know, that links didn't carry any juice. Every time I write a link building article that gets published on Search Engine Watch or Search Engine Journal or wherever it gets put, you know, there's always somebody saying, "Oh, I wish that you know Google would look beyond links." I'll tell you what, Google is not going to be looking by, beyond links anytime soon. You've got video of Matt Cutts saying that he as as recently as last year saying that links will be a major part of the algorithm for several years to come. Mm-hmm. You know, Google has admitted to testing different algorithms, not using links, and the results have been disastrous. So the key right. takeaway today we, is content and links. We've we got to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes with Chuck Price. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the sound of... InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. 
power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Here's more of the Shoe Money Show on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, everybody, we're back. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And I'm joined with Chuck Price. Chuck, what's the name of your company right now? It is Measurable SEO. Measurable SEO. That's that's good. I like it. And speaking of that, we were before the break talking about how you do it with your clients. And, and it sounded like now it's not so much about, key, about like focusing on a particular keyword, but more like keywords that are converting. Yeah, it's more exactly. It's more about getting traffic that converts, and rather than relying on one or two phrases. And again, yeah, I, I'm I'm not one of these guys that says uh, keywords aren't important. Don't focus at all on keywords. Keywords are important, but focusing just on head phrases or the main keyword, that's that's the way that we used to do it. We don't focus on that as much anymore because. You know, when you take a look at the bell curve, most of the traffic comes in from that head phrase or the most common phrase at the top. But as that curve bells out, all those phrases that drift along the edge of that curve, they each bring in a lot of traffic as well. And you don't want to ignore those phrases. I have a guy that sells uh, truck parts. And he sells a boatload of these truck parts by inter- by making sure that he has every single part number He's got a page for every part number, you know, in that whole catalog where he lists the part number, the, you know, the name of the part, uh, the manufacturer of the part, uh, the name of the truck that the part goes to, you know, and he's just got this formula that he uses, gets that out there on the web, and he ranks for hundreds of thousands of phrases. Yeah, and, you know, I I just recently redid my blog, um, the front page of it, and... Um, I, I need, I need to like reexamine some parts of it, but like people, some people were like, oh, you just are going to kill your SEO cause it's not going to interlink to all those things you had before and blah, 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 blah. And I, I mean like, I don't really care to be honest, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, you know, it's like, I mean, it still ranks for a shoe money and that's the number one phrase, like 95% of the, either my name or. That well, yeah, I mean, you bring it back so. to your dentist. Most people who are looking for shoe money are going to be looking for shoe money. That's what they're going to search, right? You're right. going to rank for that, uh, and that's how people are going to find you. So, you know, people, people aren't necessarily looking for, uh, although I assume that you probably do rank well for these phrases, how to make money online, you know, and things, things along, uh, along those lines. But that's going to happen naturally because you, you've got a brand. You've made a name for yourself. People are going to link to your site using phrases like how to make money online. And this really brings it all full circle. And this is talking about doing things naturally, having the right content on your site, the stuff that people are interested in, telling people exactly how to make money online. And, uh, and again, you're going to get those links from all kinds of sources, a lot of good trusted sources. Some of the people you talked about, your friends in the business, whether it's Bozer or people like that, they're going to link to you. And that's, that's how the magic happens. Do you think like, like back in the day, we used to call them like the whole link circles or I forget, like, but it was all these like, uh, gosh, what, what did we call them? Was it circles or groups or... Yeah, yeah, circles. Well, and you said link pyramids. You know, that's yeah. Uh, Do you think there's still something to that? And for those who don't know, we're talking about like 
if you're in the SEO space and then there's other SEO people, you know, that rank for SEO terms and then they link to you, like you had more weight in that niche. Am I explaining that right? Yeah, I mean, it, and again, a lot of that was being done using uh, uh, second generation or Web 2.0 sites, you know, uh, Squidoo and, and things like that, building all kinds of profiles and linking back. Most of that stuff does not work anymore, but there are some guys out there with private blog networks that are still crushing it pretty well, guys that, you know, know how to keep quiet and and know how to set these networks up on independent IPs and, and things of that sort. Yeah, I've got a couple friends that are, they do affiliate offers, but they've got, I mean, thousands of blogs on different IPs. Yep. And just print money with those yeah. things. That, but, that's, but stuff, also- that's, that's the black hat that still works today. And I think that's, you know, that's probably the only black hat that consistently still works well today. You know, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's really interesting how how some of the the old stuff can still work, but they they know it's a house of cards. Yes. You know that um, Dave Naylor used to always talk about this, where it's um, he said if uh, if they pull if if they pull one page out of your site, it's a hand job, and um, if they if they blow away the entire domain of your site it's a a blow job right and if they get rid of your entire network it's a gangbang yeah so it, i i forget if he said that on stage or but i i'll never forget that that was pretty funny well um, it stuck with you that's for sure and it, and yeah. it will i mean it's it, it is a, a it, it depends on what you're doing and uh so when it comes to the black hat stuff, when we talk about black hat, and this is an important point too, we're not talking about doing things that are illegal. We're not talking about injecting code into uh, websites or hacking into networks or, or anything like that. We're talking about using tactics that uh, that don't conform to Google Webmaster guidelines, uh, not anything illegal. So as long as you're not doing something, and again, I guess every everybody has their own bar, but from my point of view, yeah, if you're not doing something immoral, if you're not doing something illegal, just because it doesn't conform to Google's rules doesn't necessarily make it bad. But while you're playing in Google sandbox, don't be surprised if you end up getting sand kicked in your face if you don't follow the rules. Right. Absolutely. You know, um, that reminds me. I was gonna. God, what was I just gonna bring up? I went to the the Black Hat World um, ungagged conference and it was you know in in joe sickwitz if you know him and um dave snyder and lauren baker you know that little crew and then there was but it was it was ungagged because like nothing was being filmed you know whatever and these guys showed stuff that i was like oh wow you know and i was (laughs) i was surprised i was really surprised they shared like exact sites and exact rankings and that yeah that is shocking uh, ungagged or not i mean you you, know, you want to keep some of that stuff close to the vest yeah and you know i don't know maybe they just didn't care about stuff or whatnot or but... maybe this is stuff that yeah, they figure is on the edge of, of burning to the ground right so that's when sure. they share it yeah and um one thing just you did mention the black hat stuff like whenever i talk about black hat stuff it's usually like it's it's against guidelines or whatever, but it's yeah. not cr- criminal. Right. Like I think there's a there's a distinct difference between you know like 
like you know the the white hat gray hat black hat and then criminal and so yes. yeah and then um yeah so you know one one of the things i wrote about like many 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 years ago about the gosh i wrote the past present and future of seo and um you know it really it wasn't really pretty but to a lot you know like it, you know it's funny is the seo community is the easiest to bait into <laughs> linking to you like i that was what i always found fascinating is like every time i would trash the seo industry i would get so many links from all these people who would <laughs> who would re I, it was awesome like i was like really it's that really like you yeah, guys yeah you guys know you know and and this and that, but okay. So it, it, I wrote, that, that predated all those no follow links. Now they probably no follow them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I still honestly, um, I don't. And this was, gosh, let's just say, like, without making reference, but this was brought up in a closed room with someone very important at Google about no follow mm -hmm. and about like, does it really not count? And it was like. And they alluded to, well, it, you know, you wouldn't be surprised to see something ranked that had nothing but no follow links to it. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. That's what, I mean, I always thought, like, it's it's kind of like security by obscurity a little bit. But, I mean, that if you take that phrase and apply it somehow to this, probably the wrong way to say it. But, but you know, like, like just by by, like, alluding to that. Then yep. everyone just is like, "Oh yeah, it's like I like the magic curtain," and yep. and Google's so good at that, and they have all these. I mean, that's why there's so oh, much fun, money, right? Like that, that's why they have fun. Yeah, it's why they're, but it's also why there's so much money in SEO because people yep. can say, you know, all this stuff, all this stuff, you know, this matters, this matters. There's no guidelines, and actually, if you read Google's like spam definition. Um, like word for word, it says, and don't quote me exactly on this, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on it, that anytime you do things that artificially inflate your website rankings to where they should normally be, that is against their guidelines. Right. Which was basically SEO. Mm -hmm. I mean, to the most part. Now, if you want to get into content optimization or you know, making your website easier to navigate for search engine bots, you know, stuff like that. I don't. I mean, obviously, I don't think that falls under that umbrella. Yeah, and, but, and again, that's where people always, you know, try to come out and, and point to link building. You know, does link building conform to the Google Webmaster guidelines? People try to make that argument that uh, that it doesn't. You know, but you had uh, Eric Angie interviewing uh, Matt Cutts. You know, where he flat out asked, you know, asked Matt, uh, I think, you know, the, the phraseology used is uh, link building illegal, you know, trying to elicit some sort of a response from Matt. And Matt came out in that interview, and again, this is a little over a year ago, flat out said no. I mean, link building, link building for SEO purposes, you know, Google recognizes that as being okay, you know, in the context of creating good content that naturally, you know, attracts good links. So... Yeah, obviously there's a lot of ambiguity. You know, it, what really – I had a friend that had a portfolio who spent – you would know who he is. I don't want to say his name. Yeah. But he spent seven figures, um, I don't know how many millions of dollars, acquiring exact match keyword domains mm -hmm. um, in 
in several different spaces and then just like smashing it with, you know, with affiliate leads. Right. And when he get, when they did that whole thing where they discounted the exact keyword match, which update was that? That was the, the EMD update exact match domain. Okay. Yeah. That, that hurt a lot to a lot of people. Like I can't even imagine how many people overnight, got completely crushed by yep. that oh i'm sure a lot of people definitely got nailed by that now yeah on, on the plus side people naturally link to an exact match domain using the exact match anchor text so in that respect some some of the guys made out okay on that but you know that that bonus for having the exact match i think you still get it in yahoo and bing but you don't you know you don't get that anymore in uh, google yeah, and I was whenever people always ask me like, should I optimize for Yahoo, Google, or whatever? And I said, you know, I would optimize for Google because they're just following the footsteps. Is what I'm finding. I mean, what do you say on that? Over well, the yeah, years? well, and, and and again, you're a numbers guy, so you have to look the numbers. When you take a look at Yahoo and Bing combined, their combined traffic is less than half of Google's. So, I mean, do you really want to spend a lot of time optimizing? And the way that you're going to be successful at Yahoo and Bing. You know, is is going to break Google Webmaster guidelines. So, you know, while you're optimizing for them, you're shooting yourself in the foot at Google. So that's why nobody pays attention to optimizing or doing SEO for Yahoo and Bing. It, it there's no money in it. You know, an interesting thing. Um, so Apple came out and said that Google's not going to be well. They're they didn't say search. Yep. yeah, yeah, okay, and. I forget how much they're paying for that, but they they paid the last reported number I saw was like six hundred seven hundred million a year to Firefox or Mozilla to be yep. Firefox default, and I I think they lost that deal. They did, and then um, so I mean I wonder it, I mean I think Apple is going to move move the needle in a negative direction big time. It will, but I think it's going to be temporary. There was about a 3%, uh, I don't know, it might have been a three-point. I think there was a three-point change uh, in terms of market share initially with that uh, Firefox move, and I believe that they've lost most of that. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, like, the first thing, I, I mean, like, I'm an educated user, and the first thing I would do is be to switch. I mean, they, they have right. to let you switch yes. your default search engine. Um, I mean, heck, Chrome does that, you know, yes. and it's not like hard to find. No. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, I think Microsoft was forced to do that. Yeah. When um, they uh, were first bundling uh, Explorer with Windows, of course, that was the big uh, the big thing, trying to break that up. And that was a big monopoly. And, <laughs> and you know, I always it, it still blows my mind how everybody hates on Microsoft and they love Google to death. I just I can't reconcile that. I can. It's money. Money greases. If you look at the amount of money that Google puts into political campaigns, oh yeah, versus Microsoft, it's crazy. And yeah. Google has Google actually has lobbyists. I've met a couple of them. I believe and, it. And that's that's why there's never been anything amount to any sort of antitrust or you know monopoly or yep. You know, yeah, anything like that. Stuff you're seeing over in the EU, uh, some of the antitrust problems that Google's having over there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've got all these politicians greased. I mean, they were a huge contributor to Obama. Um, they, they contributed on both sides. But then, I mean, 
you know, That's there's a way to play it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a there's a reason why Matt Cutts was at the inauguration for Obama in. Like, oh, the I didn't fifth, know he was there. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. In like Not the that. fifth, in also in like the fifth row. <laughs> so make no mistake about that. All right, we got to take another commercial break, and when we get back, I'm going to talk about what I wrote about many years ago, and I want to ask Chuck what he thinks about the future of it. I think it's a good question and an interesting discussion. We'll be back in two minutes. Time to cash some more checks. Shoe money. We'll be back on webmasterradio.fm. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-562. 30620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Do you want to optimize and grow your business? Then master your skills in conversion rate optimization. Sign up for Conversion Conference Las Vegas 2015, happening on May 12th through the 14th. It's Brasco from Webmaster Radio inviting you to the biggest and only conversion conference in the United States this year. Join your colleagues in the world's leading conversion experts, including Tim Ash, Amy Africa, Lance Loveday, Natalie Nahai, plus 40 of your favorite optimizers. Learn to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers. Come to Conversion Conference. The conference that pays for itself in no time. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get a $100 discount on their pass. Register early and get full access for only $897 when you use discount code WMFM. Simply register online at ConversionConference.com with the code WMFM. That's ConversionConference.com, code WMFM. Hurry, save your seat before they sell out. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show on webmasterradio.fm. Everybody, welcome back. I love I love the music. We got to get to the hooks, Brasco. Like the hooks on some of those are like super awesome. Um the um so we Chuck, I have all this Shumani music from years ago when I did a a contest for a thousand bucks and a ticket for two to go to the Playboy Mansion with me. Nice. And, yeah, and so we got a lot of really good entries. Like one of them was actually from the band The Verve that it had some. No hits. kidding. Yeah, had some hits a couple years ago. It was pretty yeah. cool. Well, it's pretty yeah. surreal as as we're coming out of the break. You know, I hear the music. I look up my screen. And I see these dancing shamrocks on the Google homepage, and another one playing the violin. So I've got these dancing shamrocks and violin player going to this music that you've got for the bumper. 
Nice. Yeah, I, I actually have it. I have that right in front of me as well. That's funny. Um, <laughs> I haven't I haven't hit play, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really interesting. I mean, you know, the whole Google thing. Okay, so one of the things I want to talk about was many years ago, I, I wrote this post past, you know, present future of SEO. And I said, in the future, I believe Google will play more of a role like in user experience and not mm-hmm. so much like links and stuff like that. And let me get to more of that. And when I mean that, I mean like, you know, in Chrome, just with the distribution of Chrome, and if you look at the amount of data in Chrome that's transmitted mm-hmm. back to Google, crazy, a lot of data. So they can see like how long you stay on a web page, right? They can see like, okay, did they search for Google? And it did, you know, for this thing, and it wasn't what they typed in for that keyword, like like your, you know, like your thing that you talked about with your car parts. So like, if somebody searched for the car parts, they go to that site, and then they come right back to Google and look at more results, mm-hmm. right? So they've got that data. They've got all your all your normal browsing data. Sure. So, but eventually, like. If your site's not getting any traffic, like this is this is just like me crazy talk, like what I I'm just like um, hypothesizing or whatever you want to say. So like in the future, if you're just starting a site, you've got no traffic, none of this, you're not going to have any sort of reputation, let's just call it, of user experience. If if that should become a big role in it, because you don't have any links. You know, you may or may not have, you know, your content, whatever. You're, you're just you're just starting. So what I think is like in the future or my prediction in the future is that you'll have to pay to play. And so you'll have to start with AdWords and build some sort of, yeah, you know, like people searching for this or this keyword. They clicked on this ad. They didn't come right back. This is a this is a decent you know, uh, a site that should rank for this. Yep. And that's my thoughts. What do you think about that? Well, I think, I think you're right. Uh, and I'm not sure when we're going to see that, but when you take a look at the amount of real estate that Google is taking up above the fold now, you know, if you do a search and there's some knowledge graph information, how much space does that take up? Or if you do a search and it's a local search and you end up getting the, whatever they're serving up now, six pack, whatever the results are, you know, how much of that is being taken up by Google? You know, or if Google happens to be selling a product, they're rumored uh, you know, that they're interested in selling uh, uh, car insurance. You know, that's going to be the first result, and that pushes everybody else down the page. So at some point, I would not be surprised if at some point either I guess they're going to start out taking you know taking an inch and and ultimately taking a mile. You know, now it's the whole right-hand column, the first three re- three results are paid, plus maybe knowledge graph, plus, plus, plus. Will the first page be all paid at some point? Probably. It'll all be paid or it'll all be Google products. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, is like, you know, I don't know it would be that bad of a user experience if it, if it is all paid. If they if they do that, you know, quality score with AdWords stuff, you know, I mean, like, in the end, I'm a big pay-per-click guy. Like, yeah. I, I don't ever rely on SEO. I think it's a complete house of cards. And I think you would agree that maybe it's not a house of cards, but it's it's definitely not something you should put all your eggs in that basket. Um, and so, like, I mean, that's kind of obvious. 
So like, you know, going like I always, no matter what I'm doing on SEO, I always do pay-per-click as well. In fact, when I had my ringtone site back in the day that was generating a lot of money in revenue, what I did was is I took because people were doing real-time searches on phrases um, and, and, you know, typos and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And so I had an automatic API that would post those searches if I didn't already have them and then do that, all that monitoring and stuff like that. So, you know, like that's, I, I always encourage people to explore, you know, Facebook and, and, um, all kind. there's Facebook is such an enormous opportunity if you know how to do it. Yeah, I mean, well, look at the history of advertising. I mean, you know, people are bemoaning the fact, oh, the little guy can't compete anymore. It's, you know, the David and Goliath days are gone. The David and Goliath days are gone, and it's only going to get worse. You know, to to buy a commercial on uh, on radio is probably dirt cheap now, but, you know, on TV, what's it cost to buy an ad on TV relative to what it costs to, you know, buy pay-per-click or what it costs to, even pay for a good SEO company to come in. You know, it's it's pennies on the dollar, and eventually you're going to end up seeing internet marketing dollars and internet marketing costs on par with the other biggest deliverers of uh, media. Right? Why? Why wouldn't? Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, you you brought up something funny. Um, I actually am going to sponsor the 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 radio station here they have a whole net you know like every radio station just doesn't have one station they've got like an am right. thing yep. and they've got a couple fm a country western thing you know a hot a hits thing so now i'm going to sponsor the weather updates which are given every hour on every one of the channels right and it's brought mm-hmm. to you by shoe money media group right yeah so and i'm just doing it just to do it guess how much that costs for a month how, do you know how many spots? Do you know? Um, they've got six. They've got six radio stations um, in their network in their thing, and so it goes every 20. every hour. Mm-hmm. So twenty four times six, and you get to mention thirty, right? Twenty four times six. Um, Paul, twenty four. Times six, so you get 144 mentions a day for a month. No, every day. Yeah, and then take that times thirty. Right, four thousand three hundred twenty. Uh, uh, if I uh, four grand. Okay, three hundred and eighty dollars. No, oh, geez. That's I know. Bad. I was like. Well, at first they said five hundred bucks, and I was like, "Oh, that's outside my budget." And I was still thinking, like, "What?" <laughs> you know, but you never do the first offer. Oh, ever. of course not. That's that's good yeah. negotiating. You're always well, no. you're always going to be shocked by the first number. What? Yeah. What? Crazy? Oh my gosh! I got to take this back to my board of directors. Yeah, there you See? go. Yeah, I, just I, re- always... I just recently read that. What was that? That was Tim Ferriss, I think. Uh, one of those negotiating things he wrote about recently. I didn't read that, but that's that's something I always do is like even though I make all the decisions of I always say, well, listen, like I'm on your like I think you have a great service, but my partners really yeah, like your com- your competitors, <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. So we, we don't have much time left. 
Um, it's, it's, it's amazing the opportunities in radio. I know a guy that are now running like biz ops, like work from home stuff on radio and are seeing great results. Yeah. Cause it's so cheap. I've, you know, I've, I have been thinking about it, you know, when you just think about it, it doesn't do a jack squat, but, uh, I have been thinking about, uh, looking at radio myself and I, I, I should probably get off my ass and do it. Well, the thing is now there's such cool ways to track it, you know, because you can give out a phone number right, for, e- right. for every station. Mm-hmm. And you can even change the phone number based on time of day. Wow. And so, yeah, I mean, like the, the one key thing that from all my buddies that are doing it, they said was like, if you give out a domain name, like make it like income one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I, I hear like, that. So you know which station it was on. Yeah, but no, no, I'm, well, yeah, but, and also, like, people don't remember, like, my friend has opportunity.com, uh-huh. right, and so he did that, and, like, did radio spots for it, and, like, nobody went, and then he changed it to, like, um, start today, one, two, three, and, and, boom, like, bunch of people, because they just, they can't spell opportunity. I'm kidding, I, I just assumed yeah. it was basically a tracking code, huh. Yeah, well, I mean, you could definitely do it that way too. You know, yeah. like you know, three one enter. You know, get started three one two three one five, or even yeah, right. their own even their own area code. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I was thinking, yeah, you know, end it with the area code on the back. Yeah, there huh. you go. Yeah, so I mean, like it was just I've heard some really interesting results. Like, because I would think giving them a phone number would be better than a website, but. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard from all my friends doing this, and I'm talking these guys are doing nationwide campaigns. Right. Like they're all like, no, give out a website that is like, you know, just something really, really simple and right. easy for people to remember. Like anything, you know, one, two, three or something, three, one, two or whatever. Because people can, you know, like Actually, write I think that down. A domain I've got with, with some numbers on the end, it would be perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, I mean, cause you could actually track it by their GOIP address, you know, too. Um, right. you know, so I guess in some regards you could do that, but yeah, if you're doing um, national stuff, that would be easy enough to do. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. So awesome. So what's, what's the future hold for Chuck Price? Well, going to yeah. plugging away? Yeah, we're going to keep plugging away. I mean, we, you know, fortunately, we're 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 crushing it on the white hat side. So, I mean, you know, we've, uh, you know, so actually, some of the ER guys are our clients, and we've had really good success with uh, with those guys, you know, along with uh, some other people. So, as long as we, as long as we can t- continue crushing it, uh, doing it all white hat, uh, you know, getting good results, not having to sweat bullets, that Google's going to come along and penalize somebody. We're we're just going to keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like if the like I can give my SEO things first and then you can give maybe you should give yours. I don't know, but my my whole thing has always been the same thing. It's just may I mean I love to make cool things. Like that that's I mean marketing is a, a literally like I I become you know I've become this great marketer and all this stuff and won these awards. But my true passion, my biggest skill is I love to make things. Yeah. Like I just love to make things and I love to, and some of that, I mean, it basically when it boils down is my blog, like my blog is just simply me making stuff, me walking people through how to do stuff, but it's sure. like me, you know, just building something or writing something that people actually want to read, 
And then everything with Google has taken care of itself. Yep. Well, and, and you know what? That's, that's the best way to do SEO. And again, people are always, I'm sure they're always come to you looking, hey, what's the best niche? What should I get into? Really, you, you need to get into something that interests you. Yeah, because if you're not interested in you know, selling hookahs or whatever the hell it is, uh, the latest fad, you're not going to be successful because you're not going to want, you know, you're not going to be interested in it. So if you can figure out a way to turn a hobby or something that you're really interested in, that you know, look for an angle there, and then you know, then the, then it's easy. I mean, because right. you know, to be the, to be able to do it naturally does breed success. Well, well, thanks, Chuck, so much. Um, I, I'm going to rant for a second about what you just said. Cause I don't know how much time we have left. but So here's my biggest problem with people in just getting started and making money online or who want to make money online. We've got 60 seconds left. So yeah. w- there's two like major things. Like, And the first one is like – well, I don't even know what the second one is right now. But the first one is the biggest one. It's like quit being a wuss, right? And it's like – you people out there like want to do it and they come up with 20 reasons why they can't like they think they need to buy some special product and i always tell everyone because they're like i want to buy your product but i'm not sure i'm like don't buy it like google you know if you want to just make a website google how do i make a website you'll come up with eight thousand youtube walkthroughs yeah you know you could literally like copy and paste so much stuff out there to get a website going and then the, the other thing that really pisses me off is that I see people all the time that like they have a site, but they won't commit to like doing a thousand dollar AdWord test or a, you know, and I'm not talking spend a thousand dollars a day. I'm talking like 50 bucks a day, right? You know, but really you, you get traffic and then you start making it convert better, but they'll buy a $2,500 info product all day. Yep. That just no, it, it's, it, I, I hear you. It's crazy. Right. And then they do nothing. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Chuck, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Shoo, I appreciate it. Thank you. It was great talking to you. What's your company name again? MeasurableSEO.com. Visit Chuck Price at MeasurableSEO.com if you want to get real results. And also, we had a a thing for Internet Marketing Ninjas as well. Chuck used to be a big part of them. They're all great people. Um, So we'll talk to you next week. We'll have another great guest. Bye, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.